It's Friday night. You're at the bar with your lovely girlfriend. You're having a couple drinks. You're feeling good. She just ordered nachos. Nachos are on the way. That's great. And you feel that familiar pang in your chest. You're on a date with your girlfriend, but you're having a retroactive jealousy attack. So what should you do? In today's video, I'm going to tell you. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work, or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, I got a note from Alex. Alex writes, Hi, Zachary. Hi, Alex. My question is, what should I do if I have a retroactive jealousy attack when I'm out with my girlfriend. I need some time to relax and calm myself down, but I don't want her to feel sad, uncomfortable, or guilty by interrupting the conversation or activity that we're doing. I've already told her that I'm working on my retroactive jealousy. Thanks. Okay, Alex. First of all, my first and my most important piece of advice, and this is not going to help you in the moment when you're with your girlfriend, but this is going to help you long term and in the big picture. Be sure, in general, you are treating the source of your feelings, not just the symptoms. Be sure you're going into the source of your jealous feelings. Is it a conflict in values? Are you struggling with something approaching OCD or anxiety? Get to the bottom of your insecurities. Get to the bottom of your values. I give you all kinds of tools on this channel, as well as many, many more in my online courses and my books, and there's all kinds of stuff from other people on the internet available as well. The point is, when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy, be sure you're treating the source and not just the symptoms. Because when you eliminate the source, the symptoms tend to take care of themselves, such as when you're out with your girlfriend having a retroactive jealousy attack. If you've been spending time and investing time in treating the source, sooner or later, you're not going to have these symptoms. But that aside, in the moment with your girlfriend, assuming that you're also treating the source when you're not with your girlfriend. In the moment with your girlfriend, when you're having a retroactive jealousy attack, my first piece of advice is pay attention to your breathing. You may not be shocked to hear me say this. I talk about breathing a lot. It's extremely important. Most people don't breathe very well. That sounds really strange. <laughs> so, you know, we're born breathing. We take our first breath. We've been breathing for, you know, 30, 40 years, depending on how old we are. We've got a lot of practice. Most people don't breathe very well. In other words, most people don't actually fill their lungs up with air fully when they breathe. Most people really aren't getting enough oxygen. And there's a reason why your uncle or your grandma or your dad or whatever told you when you're feeling stressed out, take a few deep breaths. There's a reason this advice is cliched is because it works. So you don't have to make a big show of it when you're out with your girlfriend. You know, she doesn't need to know anything's going on. No one you're with needs to know anything is going on. Take a few deep breaths. If you want to excuse yourself and go to the toilet or something just to get some privacy while you do it, then you can do that. The point is make sure you're taking really full, deep breaths. And you know it's a deep breath when your belly rises slightly when you breathe. Otherwise, most people are breathing way, way, way too short. And this can increase feelings of anxiety and stress simply because your body isn't getting enough oxygen. Take deep breaths. Aside from that, another tip that I often give sounds very weird, uh, but it'll help if you try it out, is in the moments, let's say you're out of the bar or whatever with your girlfriend and you're having this attack, Bring your attention momentarily to the soles of your feet. Sounds strange. Hear me out. You know, this can be a literal grounding exercise. We've all heard this expression. You know, I want to stay grounded or, you know, he, he makes me feel grounded. 
This is literally grounding yourself. It's about planting your attention on the soles of your feet, feeling your weight on the ground, feeling your connection to the earth or whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it. The point is it's literally a way to help you feel more grounded because I probably don't have to tell you when you're in the middle of a retroactive jealousy attack, it's easy to not feel grounded. It's easy to feel like the world is spinning and the anxiety and the tension in your chest and the mental movies and the hell and the chaos associated with retroactive jealousy. It's easy for things to get out of control. So when you combine these two things, number one, deep breaths, and number two, grounding, actually bring your attention to the soles of your feet. Just close your eyes, feel your weight on your feet. That's grounding. You can also do this with your eyes open, obviously, in conversation, and people don't even have to know. Like right now, I'm talking to you right now, but I can literally feel my weight on the soles of my feet. It's a grounding exercise, very helpful. I'm gonna also share some big picture thoughts in this kind of situation when you're, let's say you're out on a Friday night with your girlfriend having a retroactive jealousy attack. You know, something I talk about all the time that a lot of Stoic philosophers have been talking about for millennia, remember the fact that you are going to die. Sounds strange, not a nice thought for a lot of people, but in my view, a necessary thought when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy. Because chances are very good that whatever you're worried about as it relates to your girlfriend's past is not important. What is important in this moment? Enjoying this evening with your beautiful girlfriend, having a good time, remembering that this Friday night will never repeat itself. That's it. At the end of the day, that is one last day that we get to spend on this beautiful planet with people we love. And do you really wanna waste any more days struggling with things that aren't worth it, struggling with imaginary problems? My guess is your answer is no. And so I mentioned this fact, remember the fact that you are going to die because for me in the past and in general in my life, it really helps me stay grounded and focused and keep calm in situations where I may lose my cool. To give a very practical example, I live in Asia, uh, in Indonesia at the moment, and a lot of the drivers are absolutely out of their minds. <laughs> the traffic on the road, it can be really stressful sometimes when you're driving a motorcycle and there's either people you know, flying pat at the speed of light past you and honking and just idiot drivers doing stupid things and it's chaos a lot of the time. And I often find myself getting tense about this and very annoyed by this. I'm a rather orderly person. I'm not a crazy driver and yeah, other drivers can stress me out. But I try to remember, okay, Zach, you're getting stressed out about this. You're going to die. This isn't gonna matter in 10 minutes. It's not gonna matter at all in 10 years, needless to say. So stop focusing on that. Focus on what matters. Getting to your destination. Enjoying your day with your girlfriend. You're going to go drink a coconut on the beach, you lucky guy you. Or you've got a coaching call tonight that you need to be sharp and focused and ready for, not stressed out and absent-minded. The point is, remembering that you are going to die, and these moments will never repeat themselves, will prevent you from wasting a lot of valuable time and energy. I'll also mention, as a former retroactive jealousy sufferer, as a retroactive jealousy survivor, that when I look back on my own experience of retroactive jealousy when I was in my late teens and early 20s, my biggest regret is wasted time. All of these nights when I was 21 and 22 that I'll never get back, right? All this precious time that I've squandered, all these nights that I wasted arguing about things that didn't matter and the pain that I caused someone that I was once very close to and all these things, all this wasted time and energy. Because I should have just been enjoying that night because we weren't going to stay together, me and my ex-girlfriend, and that's totally fine. The only thing that matters is the fact that that night is gone, never to repeat itself. I cannot get those years back. And so remembering that you're going to die can be a very useful antidote to wasting time and wasting energy and attention, focusing on things that don't matter.
Remember the fact that you've got this beautiful woman out on a Friday night or whatever the case may be. She's wearing something nice. You're wearing something nice. You're drinking beer. There's nachos. Life is good. Why waste this moment? So as long as you are working to confront the source of your retroactive jealousy, eventually these symptoms will take care of themselves. So hang in there and enjoy the evenings as they come. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.